0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Dynasty of Dads weekly podcast. As a reminder, the goal of this podcast is for dads to share their experiences and stories to help us become the best parents we can be. I am your host, Bearded Brian, and I am really excited for tonight's episode. It is entitled Dad Slash Husband Stereotypes. Now, look, there's a lot of stereotypes out there, and I will admit most of them are true, but some are not. So Zach and I are gonna go through kind of the history and some of the background of uh, dad-husband stereotypes. And then we also have a list of stereotypes where we are going to ask each other to admit whether we are guilty or not guilty of these stereotypes. So sit back, relax, and let's become better parents together. So everyone, remember, you can join the conversation on the podcast. Uh, there are two main ways to do so. One is you can go to anchor.fm slash and you can submit a voicemail. Or, of course, you can always email us at dynastyofdads at gmail.com. I also mentioned a couple weeks ago that we started a Dynasty of Dads Patreon. Uh, as you know, running a podcast is not free. So we started this Patreon, we have a lot of really cool perks uh, based on what level you decide. They started in as low as $2 a month uh, and 100% of the proceeds go right back into helping us make awesome content for you guys. So it means a lot to us, please check it out. It is the patreon.com slash Dynasty of Dads. And as always, speaking of us, I am excited and honored to welcome, as always, my dear friend and co-host, zach aka zach the girl dad what's up my man
1: hey man i am like have a love-hate relationship with this topic this week because i know if i don't answer truthfully i'm gonna have to hear about it from my wife taylor so (laughs) i'm i'm ready to face the truth but at the same time i know i have to tell the truth or else i'm gonna have to face it later with her
0: <laughs> well i know for a fact uh, at least my wife i'm sure both of our wives are in the chat right now listening and uh so we got to be on our uh a game but uh how's yeah. your dad week going and first of all before we go into that i do apologize uh, for not having an episode last week so i'll start with the dad week because i ended up getting a little sick luckily not uh any virus related stuff just uh kind of the run-of-the-mill sniffles and I guess change of weather and uh we moved uh, stresses uh and one of the things that I learned which will be one of the stereotypes that we talk about when you get sick your dad responsibilities do not stop and man I can't tell you I was exhausted tired just wanted to be you know left alone at times and my daughter gets home from daycare and daddy daddy jumps on the bed and wants to play and wants to jump around and run around and you got to keep putting your dad hat on and you got to just uh suck through it this was probably my first kind of like real sick being a dad moment and normally i like to just be lazy and have my cup of tea and sit on the couch by myself and uh didn't get to do that this time (laughs) so i think those days are over other than that uh my daughter as we as i mentioned we moved we started a new daycare since last time I spoke to you, Zach, uh, she hadn't started there yet, so we were really anxious, and I'm very, very happy to report she is loving it. In, in fact, my do- awesome. my wife picked her up the other day, and she was like, I don't wanna go, I don't wanna go, and is really having a lot of fun, and, and uh, as you can imagine, that that's always a, a worry, especially this is her third daycare, and she's not even three yet, so uh, we felt really guilty changing, but luckily she's really happy, so that, that definitely made my dad weak. How's your dad week going?
1: Um, actually, yeah, it's it's going pretty good. We got some improvements done on the house. Um, so if y'all don't know that, haven't been paying, uh, haven't been listening in, uh, my wife and I are building a house, and uh, they finally put the framing up this week for the the bottom part awesome. and the uh, top top story. I think it's up there, but there's not really any stairs for us to go up there and check it out. But it looked like it was getting pretty <laughs> pretty uh, far along. Uh, so we've been excited, uh, randomly driving over there and checking in and see how everything's going. That's um, awesome. we also had a sickness going on in our house. Whenever you, uh, texted me saying that you weren't feeling good, uh, Taylor and the girls were actually both feeling bad. So I was actually stepping up, trying to help out as much as I could. And I even had to take a day off work to help take care of them. It was bittersweet. Um, I wasn't going to be in my A game cause I was going to be exhausted from running around all day. So, um, yeah, i <laughs> It definitely was nice having a week off and being able to recoup and come back together two weeks later.
0: So going into these dad stereotypes, first of all, I did want to emphasize, this is something that actually is important to me, um, is kind of the definition of stereotype. At least my thought or interpretation is a stereotype is a thought or an idea associated with a group of people. It is not, or at least my intention, is not to be made assumptions about a person. So to use a stupid example, if I was to say most Irish people like beer, yes, that is a clearly an oversimplification. It is probably based in some fact and there's probably some truth and probably statistically, if you meet an Irish man, then he probably enjoys a occasional Guinness or two or probably statistically that could be accurate. But to meet an Irish person and then just make an assumption that they're an alcoholic, in my opinion, that's not a stereotype. That's more of a prejudice. and And there is, in my opinion, a difference
1: right. And a lot of the stereotypes we're going to be talking about later, actually, they're they're more on the funny side. We're not we're not trying to like go in and like badmouth any dad or badmouth ourselves as much as we can. It's just we're trying to have fun with this, like point out the things that we all do and maybe even try to grow and learn and how to try to prevent these stereotypes from becoming the actual truth. For a long time, dads have
0: faced unpleasant stereotypes like if we leave dad in charge of the kids, the the partner is going to come home and the kid's going to be filthy and nothing's going to be accomplished around the house. And And probably some of that stuff or most of that stuff is true. And we'll be getting into that in a second, but again, not all of it is bad. You know, sometimes dads just naturally do things a little different than moms. And in general, that balance is good for our kids. So my wife, and I know she's in the chat right now, always says everything in moderation. So sometimes dads wouldn't trade a temporarily messy afternoon to really have some memorable memories with their kids. So if they're Outfits don't match or they end up making a mess and wife comes home and we got to do a little cleaning afterwards, but you had a blast doing so making that mess then sometimes so be it, you know, let's, let's have some fun again. in moderation. One of the quick things of research that I did want to throw out there, as you know, I always like to throw a little bit in there, but this was a cool article that was um, a collaboration by Brigham Young University and then also the chief marketing officer for Disney found that almost 40% of fatherly behavior on TV shows that they analyzed that were geared towards kids 9 to 14 year olds portrayed dads, 40%, as considered ridiculous or buffoonery. What was truly eye-opening was the on-screen responses to children to their fathers, 50% of the responses that they analyzed were negative. Child actors were often reacting to their on-screen dads by rolling their eyes, making fun of them, criticizing them, and part of that has added to this dad is a buffoon and can't really run the household kind of stereotype. And this chief marketing officer at Disney has recognized that and said we shouldn't be stereotyping dads. Dads are becoming house husbands, just like we have housewives and and are becoming more caregivers. They are a source of protection, comfort enthusiasm for their kids and their families. And and so she said, so I think it's important for us at Disney to tell those stories. So they're making a conscious effort to create more programming that celebrates those dad positions instead of kind of them being the buffoon. One of my wife's favorite shows that she watches all the time is Malcolm in the Middle. And it's hysterical, but that dad is a buffoon, he is a big time <laughs> yeah. buffoon and he is funny, but you know, in a way that that does add to that stereotype of of what the father is. So I think part of this episode is to address those things and, and maybe add another lens to them. Uh, but before we do that, before we get into our guilty, not guilty list, let's jump into my favorite segment, the Dynasty of Dads joke of the week again each week we'll pick a stupid corny dad joke try to get you to roll your eyes uh zach do you want to go first this week
1: yes i'll go first why wasn't the woman happy with the velcro she bought why was that it was a total ripoff.
0: off <laughs> That's a good one. All right, I'll got one uh, for you. Uh, so, whenever the cashier at the grocery store asked my dad if he would like the milk he just bought in a bag, he always replies, no, just leave it in the carton.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
0: For those of you that are not watching on YouTube, Zach actually rolled his eyes and put his uh, face in his palm. That one was that bad. Uh, So if you're joining us in the chat, you can vote for uh, which one you thought was better. Uh, But uh, let's continue on uh, with these stereotypes. So what we're going to do is we're going to alternate back and forth reading from this list. And then we have to admit guilty or not guilty. So first one, Zach the Girl Dad. Dads love saying, well, they don't make them like they used to after anything breaks for any reason whatsoever. Zach, uh, guilty or not guilty?
1: Guilty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: haven't done it in a while, but yes, guilty.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm going to have to give myself a big guilty on that one uh, as well. All right. You're up next.
1: Dads are very needy babies when they get sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I like to think I'm not. My wife tells me otherwise. So I'll I'll go ahead and say guilty just because my wife says that I am. No, uh, no you, you know what? She can correct go... you later, but you what do you think? Do you think you are? I, I think I am equally as bad as her. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I, I will go that that, that far. That's that's a <laughs>
0: fair way of putting it um, now, I now, on the we other hand
1: experience Mine's so last
0: week <laughs> yes and I this is I put this one on the list and my wife whenever I mentioned that this was the topic of tonight's episode she reminded me the sick one better be on there the sick one better be on there and this one I fully embrace I am a needy little baby when I get sick and I don't know why <laughs> and I would love to avoid it. But my wife will tell you, when I got sick this past week, I probably called her five times while she was at work going like, can you come home and just lay down? And I, I just turn into a big baby and it's super embarrassing and I don't know why, but uh, I become very needy. But another one, why do dads always have to shake their handful of peanuts or M&Ms or candy before popping them into their mouth? Guilty or not guilty?
1: I'm not guilty of that. I've actually never, understood it nor really knew it existed until a couple months ago really yes i i never did do you that. witness it a couple months ago i just came across videos of people making fun of it on TikTok. that was the only reason <laughs> i found out about it That's I, I i never do that so i will say
0: not guilty on this one as well i don't i fully recognize the stereo it's almost like they're rolling dice the peanuts in their hand and then you know out of the circle by their thumb they pop them into their mouth one at a time Um, Mm -hmm. but i have a weird thing that i don't and it's kind of embarrassing i don't like my hands dirty like if m&ms are gonna melt or you know even just salt on my hands so i pick up like one at a time and i'm very like almost dainty about it. And I, again, this is, this is a airing our dirty laundry episode. So uh, I'm gonna admit some stuff that I would care not to admit. And, and definitely the way I eat peanuts and stuff is, is my wife would probably say dainty.
1: All right, what do you got next? Dads aren't emotional or can't, or won't express their feelings. Guilty or not guilty.
0: I'm proud to say I'm not guilty of this one. You know, I it's something that I'm been very cognizant uh, about. My my parents had a pretty good balance. My my mother was always the emotional and and vocal about stuff. Both you know, positive and negative. You know, like very um, affectionate and, and and stuff. And uh, you know, came from the Irish side. My dad a little bit more. German and you know came from a little bit more of a reserved side of things and and definitely when it comes to being a father I think I gear towards my mother a little bit more as far as the the emotional side, so I'm I'm not afraid to Vocalize when I'm upset or you know or I'm proud, you know, like I, I say I'm proud of you Almost every day to my daughter and 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 I I do try to make an effort about that. How about yourself? Guilty not guilty
1: I will say it, it depends on the day for me, honestly. Like some days I'm I'm guilty and some days I'm not guilty. There's some days where I'm just like I'm all caught up in myself and I have so much going on and I, I'm so stressed that I guess it comes out as anger. Okay. And, I, and I'm, it, it saddens me to say that it actually happened the other day. I got so overwhelmed with something that I ended up yelling at Taylor and I apologized for it later and all oh, man i hate apologizing i'm not gonna lie <laughs> or even admitting that i'm wrong
0: <laughs> i had to admit
1: i was wrong last week as well oh, That was oh
0: man but
1: um i don't know yeah i i i constantly tell emory and taylor i love them um and and elliot as well i'm not scared of expressing my feelings but i'm also i don't put myself out there a lot
0: Well, it's an opportunity to open up a little bit more. And maybe as uh, Mm -hmm. our kids get older and start listening to this, you know, especially hearing some of the things that we worry about and stress about, you know, maybe that'll be a nice emotional thing. It is funny when you said, don't like to say I'm sorry, or I was wrong. Have you seen that TikTok video? It made me laugh and I wanted to use the audio so bad. There was a guy that is very emotional and he goes, the three hardest things to say in life are. I was wrong. I need help. And Worcestershire sure, sauce. <laughs> and it is so accurate. Anytime I try to pronounce that sauce, not even gonna I'm obviously intentionally made a joke out of it but even if i tried to do it i can't do it
1: <laughs> i don't even know if there is a correct way to pronounce it there is not fate. before we go on to the next one yeah, i do want to, like to go back for everybody who's not watching us live right now to go over some of the chat things so our wives are definitely involved <laughs> in this one. Um, both of them wanted to go ahead and agree that we are both big babies when we're sick Yep. Yeah. and my wife wanted to clarify that apparently i do shake things in my hand before i eat them and i just don't know i do Uh oh. Taylor's going to have to secretly try to record it. Uh,
0: Hey, a little shameless plug. We're having a lot of fun in the chat here today, and our wives are in here. Uh, By joining our bottom level Patreon, you get a link sent to you to join the live chat on uh, YouTube. So check it out. It's a lot of fun. You can engage with us live during the episode, and you get a sneak peek. Normally, I get these live on Friday, but. We record on Wednesday nights, so you get to join the conversation Wednesday night and
1: talk to us and our wives.
0: All right, next one. Who's up, me or you? I can't remember.
1: Uh, Me. So why do dads handwrite things in all caps? And like, what are they trying to prove? Are you (laughs) guilty or not guilty of this? Not guilty, but my dad does it. Very,
0: very guilty on my dad's part. Everything is in caps for him. How about you? I don't
1: know why I do... Like, I'll say guilty. But um, I don't know why I do this so whenever we would send Emery to daycare or preschool, we always label what her snacks and lunch is going to be and her drinks. Yep. And for some reason, her first name, I always put in all caps. And then the last name I put just the first letter in cap and the last and the, uh, the rest of the letters in lowercase. I don't know why <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> her first name is always all in caps. That's um, funny. I will say, The science behind it, which a high school teacher told me because he wrote in all caps, is if you have really terrible handwriting, if you write in all caps, people can read all caps. It's the lowercase letters that people can't read as well. Interesting. Yes. So for everybody who doesn't know, I was actually a high school teacher as well at one point for a uh, private school and i had to step in as a chemistry teacher for a little bit whenever you're a chemistry teacher and you have to deal with the elements of the periodic table it makes a big difference of an uppercase i and a lowercase l being the same thing yeah so whenever i had an l i would always write the l in cursive and then when i had an i i would just write the regular i i and i clarified that with my class so whenever i'm writing half of my words sometimes will be in cursive and the other half
0: will not. That's funny. <laughs> oh man, oh th- that laugh is a guilty even before I say this one out loud. Why do dads like Siri slash Alexa so much? So I'll, I'll start. This is probably the second biggest guilty stamp on mine, first being sick and my wife. Now also to make it worse, my wife doesn't like it to begin with as much or at all, but she is also originally from Scotland and still has a fairly thick accent. And so Alexa just does not understand her. And I have them all over the place. There are lamps that don't go on and off unless you say Alexa and probably people that are listening to this podcast right now, all of their devices are going nuts. Uh, I have one behind my computer that keeps turning on every time I say the a word, <laughs> but Yes, my wife has yelled at me, can I please just go around the house and turn on a lamp like a normal human being and not have to tell a robot to do it for me? (laughs) So yes, very, very guilty.
1: I love smart home stuff. I'm just going to be a mix of everything, I guess. (laughs) So I, I like the idea of Alexa and Siri being able to do that stuff. And I've talked so much with Taylor about getting the plug so that Alexa can control things but we just we don't have the plugs to be able to do that like so we, Alexa doesn't have any power we have the echo dot and it doesn't stay plugged in we mean if we use it we use it for music oh but, man yeah we we don't take advantage of the Alexa that we have, have I, and I would want to and I dream about the day that we will but we don't
0: <laughs> i'm going to have to talk to you offline and give you some advice and and you're going to be addicted
1: so for example
0: just just to give a little plug and my wife does like this feature we have a bunch of lamps and and stuff around the house and we have a routine set up that and i can't say it or it'll start right now but if you say a good night then she says good night she plays white noise in our bedroom and then make sure every lamp that is connected is off so just at night Before you go to bed, just say goodnight. And it shuts everything off in the house and just makes sure that things are set up kind of the way we want. And uh, it also arms our outdoor security cameras and stuff. So before we go to bed, you just say one thing and you just know that everything is off and you don't have to do another trip around the house. So it is little stuff like that that we do enjoy.
1: Yeah, I might need to look into that because I get tired of, um, and she's gotten better at this, but Taylor at one point was really bad at us both being in bed. And then she'd get up for something, turn on a light, and then get back in bed and not realize she didn't turn the light back off. And then I would have to get out of my comfy little <laughs> area that I was in and have to go and turn the light off, back off. All right. You're up next. All right. Dads are perpetually bad cooks. And why do they take grilling so seriously? You All right. Go. You go first. Guilty or not guilty? i I'll go. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> so I am not a bad cook. I do 95% of the cooking in the house. And the grilling aspect, I don't know. I don't know why. It's just, <laughs> it feels like a civil duty <laughs> to take care of that grill, make sure it is clean to perfection after every use and before every use. And no, I do yep. not want anybody else touching that thing. Yep. I we came home with uh, our baby girl Elliot uh, a couple months ago and my father-in-law was grilling on it to have our meal ready whenever we walked in and I was like ooh <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was okay with it cuz he's let me grill on his before but at the same time I was like this is my grill that's funny <laughs> so
0: I am... I'll say guilty on this one. Not that bad. I, I'm i not a bad cook. I just don't do it that often. Um, another little... I would say, how's your dad week going? My wife uh, was part-time as we transitioned down here and then just got a promotion. Actually today, uh, got notified that she's getting a promotion and working full-time. And one of the first things she, she said yeah. was she was taking on a little bit more of that, not a little bit more, a lot more of the household responsibilities being uh, part-time. And the first thing she said when she was going back full-time was, you know, you're stepping up again. You know, And I said, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so she's been doing the majority of the cooking now. I'll probably step up because I do like cooking and I enjoy cooking. So we're actually planning on having a talk this weekend of redistributing responsibilities, and uh, I think cooking is going to be one of those uh, for me. And I do take my grilling seriously, but I'm not as protective as you are of the grill. Meaning, if my dad wants to come over and grill, he's a good grill, you know, chef as well. So go for it or whatever, you know. So I'm not as protective about it, but I do. There's just something about grilling; it's the best. Why don't dads ask for directions and why do they always think they're smarter than the
1: GPS?
0: Guilty or not yeah, so, guilty?
1: Um, I would say guilty. I, I, it's a little bit different these days just because you don't really have to ask for directions um, because of the GPS that you have now, but I, I'll, I'll mix it with something else. When I'm in a grocery store, I refuse to ask an employee where any item is. <laughs> I, I am going to find that item by myself. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, I will but admit, yes, I would say... Yes, I do try to beat the time by going my own route. And I, I sometimes I'll pull it up and be like, oh, it thinks it's going to take 35 minutes. I'm going to get there in 32. <laughs> I... I, so I'm to say not
0: guilty on both of these. I have no problem asking for directions just because I hate getting lost and I'd rather just kind of figure it out. Same thing with the grocery store. I just want to get in and out of there. So I don't mind uh, asking. And then GPS, I, like original GPS, I would always try to outsmart and like, I know these backgrounds better than you do. Cause it would always try to force you onto major highways and out of the way to get onto major highways. But now I will admit with Waze, I've tried to outsmart it a couple times and I'm like, why are you sending me this way? Waze, this is so stupid and I don't listen and I go my way and then there's a car accident or whatever. So Mm -hmm. it actually does a really good job of knowing traffic and if there is an accident, if there is an unexpected delay it will reroute you like minute by minute. And so I have learned, all right, Waze is sending me this way, I'm gonna listen because Mm -hmm. when I haven't listened to Waze, I've been stuck in traffic and I've learned my lesson.
1: Waze is next level GPS. It is
0: next level GPS.
1: So uh, why do all dads have to have to back into every parking spot? Like, what do they have to prove? Oh man! I, I'll go. I'll go ahead and go for this one. I am one hundred percent guilty for this. <laughs> like our driveway, I refuse to pull straight in, unless it's Taylor's car, because we have a one-car garage and hers goes in the garage, and mine parks off to the side. But my car never will go in straight. Now, was that an always thing? Because I will tell you, I actually laughed
0: adding this one to the list because my dad was always this way and I never was. And then moving down here to Florida at work, I think part of it was with the longer commute, like after the end of work, I wanted to just get out of there. And so having it backed up when I get there so I can leave quicker. But when I added this to the list, I was like, oh no i'm now starting to do it as a dad (laughs) so
1: i have to ask you is it a dad thing or is it like have you always done that i have always done it um yeah parking lots the only parking lot i don't do it in are the ones that have the angled spots or it's like a one-way those are the only ones i don't back in because there's no point in doing that but yeah just i have always done it growing up it's just whenever you go to your car and you're trying to leave and get out of somewhere, it's so much easier just to hop in and drive straight out rather than to back up and block somebody. And
0: so my wife is going to laugh and I think she's still in the chat, but you know how dads have those, Oh, did you get a haircut? No, I got them all cut or like those jokes that you just have to say every (laughs) single time. So mine is, I don't back up into parking spots, but I love pull through spots when there's two spots and you can go through the first one and then you're (laughs) facing forward in the second one. And my wife makes fun of me. But every time I find one of those, I go, ah, it's going to be a good day. Pull through spot. (laughs) And I do it every single time. And that is my stupid dad joke. All right. What do we got next? Uh, Why do dads care more about having fun than actually parenting?
1: I can actually answer it really simply. I'll say guilty. And that's because dads are, um, they may grow old, but they never grow up. Yep. My
0: favorite quote is, "You don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing." So, I agree. Guilty on this one, but for good reason. I I I like this one, and I'm proud of it. What do you got next?
1: Dads are known for saying, "Go ask your mom when a kid asks them a question." I would say not guilty. I think I'm pretty proud of the fact that we we make most of
0: our decisions together, and. Yeah, I'd say not
1: guilty. How about you? I will say I'm partially guilty, but it's mainly because Emery's going through a phase of, oh, well, if one parent told me no, let's see if the other one will. Also making sure Taylor and I are on the same page. But it, at, very rarely do I, it, it's mainly related to like candy is yeah. whenever I ask that but yeah most other things that taylor and i are pretty much on the same page about
0: yeah i agree and there is one thing that we we may not say go ask your mother but we will or like my plan was to always ask did you ask your mother yet you know just to make sure if they didn't get the answer they want they're going to the other parent i i do agree i think that is most important is to make sure you're never contradicting each other and sometimes They do it, and you're not intentionally doing it. They just asked one and didn't get the answer they want, and they go ask the other one.
1: Dads don't change the toilet paper roll or replace the garbage bag.
0: (laughs) So I'm pretty good about changing the toilet paper. I am very bad at replacing the garbage bag in the garbage. Um, So
1: I'm going to give myself a guilty. How about you? I'm going to say not guilty because if I don't change the toilet paper roll, no one will. And um, if I don't take out the trash, no one will. So <laughs> I, there is some times that I actually do forget to put the bag back in for the trash can yeah. and Taylor will remind me to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, mo- most of the time I, I just, I'm the one that takes care of it. Dads or husbands don't do laundry, guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. Um, I actually do my own laundry. Um, I wash and fold mine and then occasionally we'll help Taylor fold hers. I don't let Taylor fold mine because she does it wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but we, we take turns with the girls doing the laundry.
0: I'm guilty on this one too. and, And my wife is in the chat saying, do laundry she can't he can't even get his socks in the laundry basket and i actually made a TikTok about that that i am very guilty she actually put the laundry basket literally right next to my bed to make sure that when i'm taking my socks off they go in the laundry basket and i still think they make them in there like 75 percent of the time so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give myself a guilty on that one dads bring home the bacon guilty or not guilty
1: um so the First couple years of our marriage, Taylor brought home the bacon. Nice. And then we ended up switching roles. Um, but I don't I don't think it's weird if the wife brings home the bacon. All all that matters is if the, the kids are taken care of and provided for. Absolutely.
0: I will say that even though I don't agree with it as far as like the man needs to be the provider or whatever, like I do have that sense of obligation and I do get down on myself sometimes if like oh well I wish our family can afford a little bit more or a bigger house or a bigger this or a, a trip to Europe or whatever like I there there are times where I put that on myself and my wife doesn't in fact she's the opposite like she's like you got to stop putting this pressure on you and I, I do have this guilt and I don't think it's a bad thing I don't I don't think it's a sexist thing like it's not like anyone puts that pressure on me but myself but um I do definitely have that passion or urge to try to provide more and, and and do better, you know, for my, uh, for my family. But I do think that this is one of the stereotypes that we really do need to fight, that there are a lot of stay at home dads. There are a lot of women that are starting to become the major breadwinners. And that is awesome. I, I think that is great. Uh, that, we are being respected enough to take on those roles and uh, and that women are, you know, getting more and more opportunities. And I think it needs to continue to go this way. Uh, I am so proud of my wife that I think with this promotion, she's probably making same amount, if not more than than me. And that's phenomenal. And I'm, I'm really excited about it, uh, you know, and about, you know, just kind of those you know women opportunities in general. So this is a, a stereotype that I do feel pretty strongly about that. Uh, I think is heading in the right direction, which is which
1: is good. And so the last one we have are dads are the enforcers. Um so I'm going to say not guilty on this one. Have like I grew up with a, a brother and three boy cousins that were my next board, next door neighbors. So I basically had four brothers growing up. And so we we railed on each other wrestled did all kinds of things and whenever i found out i was having a girl i got really nervous like i was so nervous that i really didn't want to have to like spank or anything like that and because i i I was always scared that i would hit too hard or anything like that and so taylor really took on the enforcing role right off the bat
0: Hmm.
1: and i i feel guilty about it but at the same time like I need to know the extent of the enforcement that I need to use. Like, I need to feel comfortable with the enforcement, with the discipline, and not just go straight to the extreme like I would with my brothers. Right. That makes sense. And um, so that was, it was more of a control thing for me rather than just
0: that. I You know what's funny for us? My wife is very... Says it like it is, you know, so if something's bothering her or whatever, very, you know, vocal about her emotions or feelings or, you know, whatever. And and it's one of the things I love about her. And so when we were expecting, it's funny, I told her, I said, all right, if it's a boy, like you said, I'll be the disciplinarian. and I'll, you know, make sure he grows up to be a nice, you know, young gentleman but if we have a girl, it's all you because she's going to just have me wrapped around her little finger and be daddy's little girl. And I'm going to be such a mush. <laughs> um, and I was pleasantly surprised that that wasn't. I genuinely I didn't say that as a joke. I, it's what I genuinely thought. But the roles have actually been opposite. And in a good way, my wife. Is such a good mother, and she is a mush pushover that I thought I was going to be. And I do have (laughs) to call her out on something like whenever she gets upset or whenever she's like misbehaving. My wife has an excuse for her up the wazoo. Oh, she didn't sleep, you know, well last night, or oh, maybe she's hungry and that's why she's cranky or whatever. And I'm much more of the I don't care. You don't act like that. And you you don't get what you want by screaming, I want this, I want this, I want this. And and I just sit there patiently and wait it out and go, that's not how you ask. And if you're going to continue asking that way, then you're not going to get what you're asking for. And one of the things that I've been pretty proud of myself on is I, I am more of, I think, the enforcer, but in a very conversational way. So, for example my daughter is just starting to get into and hopefully we nipped it in the bud no pun intended but in the biting stage so she i was cooking dinner the other day and she just walked right up to me and bit me right in the leg like hard (laughs) and i yelled at her and i was like you don't do that blah 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 and then later on that evening she was having her bath i said honey did you get yelled at before she said yeah I said, "Why did you get yelled at?" And she said, "I bit Daddy." And I said, "Was that a good thing?" And she said, "No." I said, "Was it okay that I yelled at you?" And she said, "Yeah." I was like, "Why?" And she said, "I was naughty," you know. And she got it, and she and we had like a conversation about it, and that was pretty cool. And then even the next morning, I was like, "Hey, did you get in trouble yesterday?" I was like, "Yeah, I bit Daddy," you know, whatever. And, and so just working on her acknowledging why I got mad at her, and, and maybe not doing it in a like disciplinarian enforcer physical way, but really making sure that she is aware of what is expected or not expected in the household. I I do think I take on a little bit more of that role, which I'm pretty
1: proud of. I I think we do a good balance with that. And there is, I remember something I read a long time ago, and I think I mentioned it in a previous podcast, Um, but I feel like that stereotype also comes and stems from a phrase that a lot of moms used to use uh, when we were growing up, and it was the phrase of "just wait till your dad gets home." Yep. Yep. Do you remember? You remember hearing that 100%. a hundred percent? <laughs> so like that, they say to definitely stop using that because it makes the kids fear the dad. Yeah. But like, I feel like that's where this a lot of the stereotype comes from is that phrase.
0: Uh, let's wrap it up but uh, that was fun I really enjoyed this uh, episode Uh,
1: so moving forward Zach where can people find us yeah so um, definitely with our podcast you can find us on Apple Podcasts that's the main platform uh, right now and uh, you can also find us on any other place that you listen to your podcast but we really really like Apple Podcasts um, for you to listen on to Uh, we have gotten some nice reviews on there Um, this one from Jeffy Froggy says uh, I wish my husband and I had this podcast back when we started having kids. I can't believe how spot on these two are with their experiences. It's a, it's a must for everyone who wants to be parents. Thank you for sharing your experiences with, with us. That's awesome. Uh, we appreciate, yeah, we appreciate this five-star rating that we got from Jeffy Froggy. Please, uh, anytime that you're on Apple Podcasts or any of our podcast stations, uh, leave us a review. We'd love to hear some feedback from you. Also, um, definitely make sure that you're following us on TikTok and Instagram uh, at bearded underscore Brian and at Zach the Girl Dad, and also, sorry, don't forget to uh, subscribe to our blog at uh, dynastyofdads.wordpress.com.
0: All right, thank you, and remember, please take a second to check out our Patreon, patreon.com/dynastyofdads. Any contributions go directly to us, making more content each and every week. Other than that. We hope you had a great time. Zach, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me as always. Absolutely. Appreciate it. And we will see you next time. And let's continue to become better parents together. Good night.